0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Aloha, everybody. This is Jennifer O'Neill, and today's show is going to be on harnessing your power, harnessing your own power. Um, It's been a little bit of time since I hope everybody had wonderful holidays. Um, I haven't been on for a little bit. We've had, you know, Christmas and New Year's and all that good stuff. So now is a really good time to energetically start uh, changing for the new year and releasing some of the old stuff. One of the things that, um, the reason that this had come up is because I've uh, noticed a lot of people have been going around, you know, feeling like life is happening to them and that they can't really um, get into a groove and so it puts them in a funk because all these things are happening in their life that they don't want to happen and they feel uh, powerless or victimless. Or you know, a victim, and um, that, I think that this really needs to become addressed because I think everybody is has this happen to them. I have it. Ha- I can have it happen. Um, friends, family. You know, it, it's just a matter of recognizing when it's happening and uh, getting your power back. And so, one of the things that I notice that it shows up right away in is people's health. If you start to uh, be, feel like you're a victim of what's happening or a victim of circumstance and you really begin to feel powerless, one of the things that I noticed is um, people's health begins to waver. Uh, whether it's just getting colds or, um, you know, flus and thing of that nature, it can be all the way up to uh, heart palpitations, um, you know, blood sugars, all different kinds of different things that can start affecting your health. And we do have some callers on the line, so just bear with me for, for a minute here because we're going to talk a little bit about this. So what you need to do is understand that if you're in a situation right now where you're starting to feel like a victim and or, you know, you're starting to feel like, you don't have any power or no control over what's happening that's really is what freaks people out and then you feel like you just have to settle and kind of let it happen because it's not going the way you want it to go and um you know you have to sort of just let it play out and see what's going to happen and so you're what i when i say victim i i mean you feel like you're a victim to circumstance or to someone else's what's going to happen to you you really stop using any of your tools or any of your um your power and your tools, or your vis- your vis- visualization tools. That's the, those are the things that create, give you control, um, put you in an outcome that you're in. And when you're when you're in a situation that you're feeling like you're really upset about or, or not in control of. I feel like it's very important or what I do is you really need to start checking your thoughts up until before that situation has happened and see were you expecting it to happen, were you expecting things to go bad, Um, were you expecting expecting not to get what you want Um, was it very far-fetched for you to feel like something would be easy or that you know you would move in the direction of something that you wanted quickly Um, you know you start your expectations will really form your future it will really guide you towards what you're getting if you are expecting something to go awry it's gonna go awry and then you start getting feeling upset about it and then you start I knew this was going to happen. I know that's why this this visualization stuff doesn't work. Well, actually, that's it working in full power. The other thing is when you're expecting, if you, let's just say that you um, want to, one of the really important things on harnessing your own power and trying to is baby steps. If you want to, let's just say, because I hear people say stuff like this all the time, they want to live in a really huge house or something, and um, they Imagine it and they envision it and they can see this mansion in this place to live and they're not getting it and they feel like it's not working and they can't figure out why it's not working but deep inside they're not really believing that it's something that they can achieve or something that they can have and it's not because they don't believe that they're not capable it's because everybody around them and if you're working with the physical laws their brain cannot figure out okay how would i possibly get that mansion if i'm at a 15 an hour job so it doesn't make sense on on a on a mind level and when you start going to the mind level you're really dealing with the physical laws and then the expectations are the limitations are really just almost ingrained in you because at that point, that's what you're dealing with. Um, So start small when you're trying to harness your power again. So instead of just like being like, I'm going to, you know, I'm really going to own my own power and I'm going to go out and I'm going to get this mansion or something, you know, start small, start with your day-to-day stuff, start with, you know, realizing that you have just a huge amount of power. You've been given so much um, so many tools to create your future. And first of all, one of the first things I like people to do is do some sort of uh, meditation or just realization that they can just feel the energetic power coming in, that they can feel energy, energy flowing to them and through them, and, and they can feel the strongness. They can feel big, almost like a cartoon, like when your chest puffs up and everything, and they can feel and pull that energy into yourself instead of giving it away when you when you become that victim type of uh of feeling, you really are giving your energy completely away. With the harnessing your power, you really want to gather up all your energy and hold it inside and feel how good that feels. And then you start creating little bits at a time. If you're not happy with your job, for instance, um, don't start with I have to have a different job or, or whatever type of job or I have to have a $80,000 a year job. Start with, you know, I just want to be happy with what job I'm doing. And start there. You need to start baby steps. So maybe then when you start imagining you're getting happy at job, it doesn't have to be the job you're at, doesn't have to be a different job, but that just you go home and you feel happy about what job you were in. When you start doing that, you will notice that you'll – things will start flowing a little bit better and a little bit better and and you'll start feeling a little bit lighter and a little bit happier at your job and start recognizing the good things and it'll start to snowball into bigger things. Then after you start realizing you're feeling a lot better at your job or happier where you're at, then maybe you decide that, you know, I'd like to have a little bit more money flow into my existence. That would be really nice. i would feel great if I could just have some financial relief. And then maybe you go to the store, or you get a lottery ticket and you win twenty bucks. And don't at that point go like, oh well, it's only twenty dollars. Be like, wow, I just thought that I'd like a little bit more financial relief, and now I have twenty dollars. And maybe you get a check in the mail from like, you know, Verizon. Sometimes they send you those ten dollar checks or whatever. Uh, Maybe you get that and start recognizing already I changed my thoughts. Money starting to flow. The next thing you know, you may get a small raise. Might not be what you wanted, but it will continue to grow. It will continue to snowball. So when you're in those circumstances where you're really feeling like a victim, it's really important to check your thoughts because at that point in time, you are usually feeling bad about something. You are feeling bad about a situation that you're in. You are feeling bad because you're not doing what you wanted to do. Uh, You're feeling bad because somebody else is unhappy. You're feeling bad. There's a lot of bad feelings that surround you when you're in that victim type mode. And you really need to change those feelings and those thoughts and to stop feeling bad and stop feeling guilty. And stop feeling like you know the world is against you, and you need to really shift those to and, and realize that the world's not against you because you've created your world. So that's really your thoughts, and try to figure out how you sort of did that and change it, and just decide. And anyways, the new year is a good time to change it because instead of spending all this time trying to figure out what put you there you can just decide you know what out with the old in with the new I'm going to have a new train of thought I'm going to start moving forward everything I'm going to start trying to find the positive and yes negative things may happen to you during your day it's going to happen to everybody um, it's all reminders, it's all just things that happen, but how you react to them, your perspective to the negative things that are happening is what's going to set you apart from moving forward into harnessing your own power and to utilizing it for something wonderful, or it's going to set you back and put you in a victim mode. For instance, um, I have a, one other example before I take this first caller. Uh, I've known several people that have switched jobs <clears throat> and really was not enjoying the job that they were at. Um, they had ha- had opportunities to move to a different job, and so they switched to different jobs, and this has happened in a couple instances. And when they switched to the second job, uh, they realized they weren't any happier than they were before. They were. They thought it was the job that was making them unhappy before, but it really wasn't. It was their perspective on what was happening in that job. So when they switched jobs to the second job, they actually Um, and, And believe it or not, I know two or three people that this happened to, they wanted to go back to the first job because the second job wasn't making them happy. It changed their perspective on the first job, and they ended up going back to the first job, and they ended up being a lot happier, but what happened there was it took them leaving to really understand and get what they had and to shift their own perspective. Nobody could shift their perspective for them. Nobody could tell them, you know what, you really have a pretty good job. You're really set up nicely. These, Your employers are really great people. Um, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter what you tell people. It doesn't matter what they tell you. It has to be internal. It has to be your own perspective that you switch. So, They, uh, when they came back to their jobs, they felt like that they had a lot more power, but it was all, like I said, it was all perspective. It's all um, what you create. So that's a really kind of interesting example. But I'm going to take this first caller um, on area code uh, 908. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you?
2: Uh, I'm Jimmy. Um, What kind of question can I ask you?
1: Uh, it what go ahead? Any kind of question?
2: Um, um, what question do you have? I guess like I was, uh, I was just wondering because see, I have a, a a a big heart and I made a lot of new friends this year with the church that I'm in. And it always seems like the people in my past and the and the place where I live, um, I always have to wash myself out because I, I give. And I don't get the same kind of respect back.
1: Yeah, you're kind of walked on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It feels like people take advantage and walk on you a little bit, um, and now,
2: that and it doesn't. Ha- it, it actually doesn't happen with the new friends that I made with the this past year with the with the church that I'm involved in now. Is this the people okay. from my past?
0: Well, then what you
1: need to do is um, start uh, it. W- what happens with people in this type of situation is really interesting, so I'm glad that you called in. We can view ourselves almost as two different people. So you have a certain image that you've presented to your new friends and new people that you come in contact with, so they see you a certain way because you decided that you didn't want to have be taken advantage of anymore, and when you start deciding that, energetically you present yourself different to people. So you had decided from the past that yeah. it happened that you, you didn't want to be that way, okay? So what happens is you energetically present yourself different to people, so they respond to you differently, and then that creates a no, new wonderful relationship. But when those old people come back into your life, it almost jolts you back into that other energetic feeling that you were before when you're around them. So like, you a, become, like a
2: like a weird like a weird feeling, like you know what I mean? Like I'm feeling
1: yeah, that okay. That's right almost like a time machine. You just go right back to that person. So the the amazing thing about this is um, you recognize it, and that's the first step. So you need to just start putting limits that your brain can follow. Like you have to just start knowing that you're going to say no, that you're going to either not have contact with these people at all or very limited contact. And then you need to see them as different than they actually are. Because you have such a big heart, you can see the good in these people. But the people that you're dealing with, um, and that's been hard for me myself because I have have a very big heart also, and I have people that I've helped along the way. And some of them are manipulative people. And so I've had to cut contact with them because I have such a big heart or I have to be very limited in my contact. And then you have to start seeking. You have to start seeing them for who they are. Yes, everybody can have a good side of them, but these people, you almost candy coat the type of people that they are because you do see good in them, but they really are, you want to see, allow yourself to see some of the more manipulative sides of them so that you can not feel so bad when you limit contact or you say no. Do you see what I mean?
2: Yes. Because they'll continue um, to say take advantage go ahead i do have a question and i don't know if i have time but i was just wondering there there was this girl that i that me and her got really close me me and her became really good friends this year that's how i met her to the church that i go to and Mm -hmm. she went away to school and i was wondering is that is she the girl for me or is it somebody that I, i haven't met yet
1: um It feels like that there's, she went away somewhere, you said, to school?
2: School. She left on New Year's Eve.
1: Yeah. Um, It feels like you will actually have a pretty, you have a relationship with her for a while, it feels like. Like, it feels like you guys continue to reconnect. Um, And it it feels like if you you continue to um, pursue this relationship with this girl, you have to move, though, or do some type of, um, change to your life so you may be you may be settling a little bit as far as what you want out of life so what I would like you to do is um, decide what's the most important thing to you if you were in a relationship with her 10 to, years down the road would it be um, some of the things you may have to sacrifice for being in a relationship with her it just seems like there's going to be some sacrifice for you if you choose to pursue the relationship with her, I feel like you may have to move.
2: But yeah, it feels like a you move match. far away, but for, yeah. okay, if I was with her and I could it move, feels like I don't good, really have the money like right a, now. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, it feels like it a was match, to move, so. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, listen, if it was to be with her and I had the money, I would go I I would move right away because it's uh-huh. just that connection that I feel with her.
1: Right. So it feels like you do connect up again, though. It just feels like that you won't be able to move for between a year and a half, about a year, a year and a half. But it does feel like you do move to be in the area she's at.
2: Is my – okay, I know that you have a lot of callers, and I'm sorry, but is my money situation going to get better
1: that you know, and like I, you just said, I have to get to the next caller, but you yeah. can certainly call the show in, or you can check out my website because I do do readings, um, you know, all the time. So
2: well, you know you what I thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. And have Aloha. a happy new year. You too. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. Um, and for anybody out there, too, who's listening, uh, I do have my website. My uh, It's com, And a lot of the things that we're talking about, well, there's a lot more detailed information in my book. Um, it's called Soul DNA, and that is available on Amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Uh, so definitely check that out. And uh, I have a Facebook page, uh, Jennifer O'Neill, and I have a Soul DNA page. So you can actually... Get on there. I do quotes all the time, um, and you can interact with me on on that level when I I do my quotes. So I'm going to take another uh, caller here. We have – it looks like a Skype caller. Aloha. Hello.
0: Hello, Jennifer. Hi. How are you? I'm good. My name is Hannah. I've not spoken to you for quite a long time.
3: Oh, okay. Where
1: are you calling (laughs)
0: from? I'm calling from Holland.
1: Holland, wonderful.
0: Holland, yeah. I just listened to um, the words that you said right at the beginning, and I just want to say I really agree with you. It's something that I want to try for 2011. It's really try and start changing my thought patterns because it's, if you start changing that, you really start changing the way you look at life. And everything around you starts changing. So, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's that. I really actually the first part.
3: It's
1: very true. Um, What's really hard for people is to actually change their thought pattern, though, Um, because you're surrounded, you are literally almost all my callers and all my clients, you are really, people are surrounded by probably 98% of people that think very um, in the physical laws and so they're very limited in what they're thinking and they can't understand how to work with the universal laws and how to um how your thoughts actually create your future and you have a very small percentage of people and and believe it or not the small percentage of people that um really get the universal laws and and really um Move uh, forward in, in working with the universal laws And don't limit themselves with the physical laws They're really successful people People that you guys, uh, many listeners would know um, And then people you wouldn't know Because you know they're not uh, maybe famous for, for this or that But some really incredibly uh, well-off people A lot of them work with the universal laws It's just not something that um, that people talk about as much Or know about So it's the thought process is a lot of work that's where this book too that um, I've written the soul DNA I don't know if you've seen that, um, but it has a lot of really detailed information on how to um, how to view uh, the world a little bit differently as far as working with the universal laws because sometimes it's hard to understand how to view the world when you're working with universal laws. And it's really amazing. It's really helped a lot of people change some stuff in their lives, and um, they're having some incredible results because it's uh, so detailed and it has a lot of good information. So it might be something you want to check out. It's
0: soul but. DNA, but it's on your website,
3: right?
1: Yes, um, it's it's actually on my Soul DNA website. I don't think it's on my Jennifer O um psychic website, but it's also on my Facebook page. I don't know if you're on my Facebook. Um but you your can Facebook go to
0: my channel. Gener- yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's on my Facebook page. Um but all you have to do is type in Soul DNA on Amazon. It comes right up. Um it's selling really, really well. So um I'm having just tremendous results from that. And and I think it'd be something that would really be beneficial for you. Um yeah, it's, it's just a lot of great great information. So
0: because I'm, I'm at the moment I've been single, you know, for a little while, and I've always been very kind of down about it. But I'm, I'm now trying to see. Well, it's actually a great opportunity. I'm trying to change everything. and saying like it's a time for me to get to know myself, and like you said before, I don't really like. I didn't really perceive my job that I like it, and I want to find something else. But now I'm trying to be grateful for it, and look at the little things. And today, when I went to to work, because there's a different time zone, I actually enjoyed my day. Um, because I right. try to look at the positive things, but I must admit, now Let me. I mean, I'm still I'd like to address that, for-
1: that. Well, I'd like to address that exact situation because I've had many, many, many people that are in your situation where you're going to work, you're not loving your job, you want something else, and you start getting frustrated. What you in that situation? Yes, it's good to be grateful for what you have and see the positive. But the main thing is not just to be grateful; it's just to be happy during the daytime. So yeah. anything that you can find about your job that you can be happy about, whether it's um, people you work with or customers you're interacting with, just enjoy your day so that you have that happiness feeling. And yeah. as you have the happiness feeling, just decide in the future, won't it be nice when I have a um, a different job that I go to that I want these specific things? So when you when you think about having another job, um I want you you need to think about the specific things that you want in that job like it feels like you might want a little more freedom in your job your next job. So wouldn't it be nice if I had a really great job that um I had more freedom where I wasn't so restricted on like 9 to 5 or you know what I mean that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um would, that would feel really good to me and you start you start daydreaming about it like if you could create your most ideal job, what would it be? And then you start daydreaming. Wow, it would be neat if I could come and go when I pleased. And it would be really neat if I could, like, help some uh, children and in um, in the process and see their smiling faces when maybe they didn't have somebody else to help them. And that would make me feel really good. That's what I enjoy. That would be awesome. And so you start just daydreaming about this job all the time. But you don't feel bad that you don't have the job yet because you know that it's coming. So every time that you think about it, you get really excited. And then you go to work and you enjoy your, the people that are there because you know some at some point in time that's coming. The more excited that you get just about your day, the more you can be in, enjoying your day at work at all, whether it's something funny somebody said or knowing that um, you're making money or whatever it may be. As long as you can stay in a happy place, faster your manifestations come so okay. if you can just enjoy your day no matter what it is the faster your manifestation is going to come it's come so quick it's amazing and start with little things start with uh, um you know i would like to have some more freedom at work so wouldn't it be really neat if i got like a day off unexpected that would be really cool and then if your boss or somebody gave you a day off in the next week or something unexpected, you'd be like, whoa, I really and have that, a lot of power over of my, what i am creating. That's part my job
0: is actually that I'm, I'm, um, I don't work five days a week, and I should be really grateful for that. <laughs> and, and yeah, for the fact well, that I do actually have a lot of freedom. So, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have that. And um, yeah. those are the things I, I really appreciate now. So I'm, I'm yeah. looking at it differently. Yeah, I, I and know you so have just a lot of that. I don't that. know if I can ask you something about love or it okay. might not um, be anything I... just real quickly. Just anything for love, if you've seen uh, anything Um I can, tell you something.
1: I can tell you something really quickly and then I'm going to move on to these next yeah, couple of callers. Yeah, sure. um, it, feel, it feels like you're on a different... Um, you're on a different journey right now. You've really embraced a different spiritual path. So I can feel your spiritual path changing. And as you get more excited about that, you're sort of going to release the um, having to, the loneliness that you've had in the past about having a companion and that sort of thing. So you actually bring somebody into your life in and it looks like about a year and a half. And um, okay. you really become, in a, you really get in a really happy relationship. Like, a, a one that's different than you've been on before, but you sort of go on a soul journey, which is really cliche sounding, but you are you're starting to go on a soul journey, and you're really gonna start enjoying that and once you really start enjoying that you're gonna meet somebody that's really gonna um that you're gonna have a long term relationship with
0: okay, great, that's
1: good so you're Thank bringing you. them in I feel that I feel them coming, and I see them so okay,
0: okay, that's fine All That's right. great good news. Thank well, you have so a wonderful much. day. <laughs> Check out the book. Okay. Okay. Aloha. I will. Thank you.
1: Okay. We have another caller, um, area code 818.
0: Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to talk
1: to you today. Aloha. Oh, I'm happy to talk to you, too. Where are you calling from?
0: California. And it's raining.
1: Is it? Oh, it you guys is. have been getting almost as much rain as we have been getting, although it's not raining at the moment.
3: Good. But. Is it sunny? <laughs> yeah, sunshine?
2: Can
1: you make um, you smile? Part, <laughs> partly cloudy. It was sunny yesterday. But it, in the wintertime in Hawaii, it actually rains quite a bit. I don't think people realize that. And then I feel bad for the tourists that all come out and spend their vacation and it the whole time. But, when I'm here uh, and it
3: rains, though, it feels good. It's just quick. It and does. then it goes away. It's,
1: and it's very warm rain
0: very and warm. cleansing
1: and cleansing mm-hmm. so let
0: me let me ask you real quick um okay. could you
4: could you tell me if you see something bright and pleasant with someone a new beginning in love
1: this year <laughs> um it feels like you actually have a new beginning in love really quickly like oh really quickly have you met somebody recently yet you know I have a brand new neighbor that that moved directly across the street
3: from my house. Okay. And but but he's very he's slow. I mean, he, we had a great togetherness one time and I haven't bumped into him again and I don't know. Well, I don't know. You either just met this person
1: or you're going to meet them real quickly, but it feels like you've just met them. So, um and oh. it feels like it starts getting very Sparkly, you know, Sparky into something else. So, um, like, okay. you're really on the cusp of your little new thing.
4: Well, I'd love like to give you it, confirmation when that
1: happens. I love <laughs> it. Well, that's a, that's and I'd a real, love to
4: really strip.
1: good feeling. Yeah, it's it's and, it, and if it's not him, it's like either maybe somebody he knows or somebody that you're meeting like so, so ridiculously soon. It's 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 like right upon you. So it's Ooh. like close. Ooh. So, that's that's okay. fabulous. I will keep my yes. diet perfect. Yes. Bye. Love you, okay. Bye. Take care. You're welcome. Aloha. Aloha. Okay, that was really a fun call. Um, and just, to, again, just to um, remind everybody, please, if you haven't shown my Facebook, go ahead, uh, friend me. It's Jennifer O'Neill on there. Um, I have my Soul DNA Facebook page. Um, you can join that as well. And my book is available for sale on Amazon.com. If you'd like to check out my website and my readings, um, it is jenniferopsychic.com. And my soul, my book page, I actually have a book webpage, and that's soul-dna.com as well. So um, we have another caller here, area code 610. Hi. Yes, yeah, can you hear me okay? Hi. Yes. Hi. How are you?
4: Well, hi. good. How, how are, are you? you? I was good. wondering, um, you know, my husband seems very angry at me a lot recently, and I was wondering if there's any information on why, you know, anything I could know about that um, that would be helpful in some way. It's not how he used to be, but it is now. We're estranged now. He lives apart now.
1: So. Okay. Um, so you guys are sort of separated?
4: Yeah. Definitely.
1: Okay, and it's he. Uh, you're saying he's more angry now than he was before.
4: Yeah, and it was his choice to leave, so I'm not sure why he's so angry.
1: Um, he. Do you realize? Like, it feels like he's going through a lot of changes to where he's really just unhappy right now. Um, yeah. So it it feels to me actually. Um, that his anger is being misdirected at you, uh, because it seems to me like, um, he's searching and searching and like, well, this is probably the cause of my unhappiness. And then he does something and then it's not the cause of an, his unhappiness. So then he's like, well, this must be it. You know what I mean? It's like he can't figure out. Um, he's really feeling depressed. Um, oh. it's like he's going through, you know, through, uh, He's, it almost feels like a, what I call, I don't like to call this, but what, what people like to call a midlife crisis type of thing. Oh, yeah,
4: definitely. This happened right when he was turning yeah, 50.
1: Yeah, and um, where he's just, he's really feeling anxious, and he's feeling unhappy, and he's feeling like he, he's not doing anything that he's enjoying, um, and he's misplacing a lot of anger, and he's getting more upset because he's trying to figure it out and it's not working, and you're a really easy target for him. Um, okay. He's also trying to push you push you away a little bit. Um, th- has he been telling you, like, he wants space and stuff?
4: Well, he moved out. Um, yeah, he moved yeah, out. Yeah, but,
1: I mean, it's almost like he's trying to um, be mean enough to where you guys are really not talking or, like, really, like he's trying to get some space there, so he's trying to push you away. Because I really feel him pushing you away on purpose and that's yeah, where he's you getting a, them. Can you help me
4: make sense of that? I just I just can't.
1: How does that make sense? Um he feels like if he pushes you away that he will think clearer. So he's trying to filter through that and see if that if you're not in it he feels that if you're in his um like when he has contact with you, it sways his thinking to where he's not sure what he wants. It can it feels like it, he feels like it confuses him. So um, he's trying to push you away, trying to – he's very just confused and not sure what he wants to do. But um, part of the – part of what I see, part of his problem is he um, is work-wise, uh, he's really not enjo- enjoying what he's doing right now. Um, is he working right now or – because it's yes, like yes. he's missed he he's missed the boat on doing something that he really enjoys and i feel him being very 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 stressed out at work and not not a good career choice for him wow. at this point in time it would be it would be good for him to um possibly switch his career choice or to he needs to add something else into his life it's not fulfilling for him he may be successful or whatever it is at his work but he it's actually um i feel like he's getting hypertension from it and stuff so it's going to start affecting his health a little bit he's very stressed out at, at work i don't know what type of work he does but um i don't know it may be undue stress he's putting on himself maybe he's like a high achiever or something i don't know but, yes, um, yes, he wanted to be
4: number one, and he's number three.
1: Yes, so um, that is, it's it's really putting, he's almost like a, a pop bottle that you've shaken up, and you haven't released the lid at all. He's like ready to crack, and um, it's going to come out in his health if he's not careful. Um, not that he's going to go have a heart attack or anything, but I mean, if it, you know, eventually you get you get high blood pressure, you get issues from stuff. You can get migraines, you can get they can start from little things or they can be big things. But he's borderline affecting his health at this point, um, so that's really something he's going to have to watch for. It's 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 something that I mean, it's not worth it, and it wouldn't be worth it. And he's not getting he has such a competitive nature um, that he's not getting any. Um, he's not getting any of the good stuff from being competitive anymore. Like, he, yeah. you know what I mean? He, with this pressure he's putting on himself, like some people, they get an adrenaline rush and they feel really a lot of enjoyment when they do set their goal and, and get to that goal, right? Well, he's not even enjoying it anymore. Like, it's not fun at all. It's work and it's really stressing him out. Um, so. Is
4: there uh, anything I need to do other than just, Watch him self-destruct? I mean, is there
1: anything I can do? Watch him. That's the thing is um, you may want to, um, again, I I say this a lot, but it's been so helpful for so many people. You may want to check out that Soul DNA book I wrote. Um, Men do respond to that. You may want to read it and see if it might be something he's interested in. But the sad thing is, just like I said at the beginning of the show, if you were in that situation, it's like nobody can tell you anything until you self realize what's happening. So, okay. and because be, because you're going to set his fuse off way quicker than, like, let's say um, he called into my show, he would listen yes. to what I had to say, say with a lot more, um, uh, what do I want to say, without getting upset versus you saying something, you're going to light his fuse quick. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you're too I do. close to him. So the only thing that you can do is protect your own feelings and realize it's not personal and to keep yourself as happy as you can possibly keep yourself in your own life while he's going through this. Because people don't realize, and that is a very good question, actually, that you said. When they're dealing with spouses, whether they're in a marriage or separated or whatever, um, when you keep yourself in the best happy place that you can keep yourself while someone else is going through a hard time because there's nothing you can do to affect um, what their hard time is it that's that actually is very grounding to your partner so if because they feel your energy being calm and they feel your energy being happy, everybody feels energy, although they don 't talk about it, but they feel you and so it becomes very grounding to them, and so it draws them more to you in a more um what like a more of a well what what are you doing type of way? to where they're kind of curious to how you're staying so happy and staying so calm in that energy feeling, it draws them to you and grounds them. So that's literally one of the best things that you can do for a partner that's going through a really hard time. It's hard to do because your heart goes out to them. And plus, when you're in a situation like yours, you're feeling confused. But what you need to do is, with your mind, decide, you know what, at this point in time, we need to be a part He needs to deal with his thing, but I can't have him dragging me down with him. So while he's doing his thing, self-destructing, I'm going to do the best that I can for myself. And that those types of behaviors, actually, that would draw him closer to wanting to hear more opinions from you or different things of that nature. People tend to do the opposite, though. They tend to get all wrapped up in their spouse's or their um, boyfriend's or girlfriend's misery, And then it's like everybody goes down in a ball of flames because they're wanting to help and the the spouse or the boyfriend or whoever doesn't want them to help and they're trying to get on their own and then nobody's happy, everybody's miserable. And if one person's unhappy and the other person's unhappy, the husband or the boyfriend doesn't want to come to you because you're unhappy too. And then you start blaming each other and it becomes a whole big thing. So the actual thing that you can do is, kind of set an example and just use this time to just get yourself in the best happy place that you can and enjoy yourself and yeah you really have to detach as hard as that is to say um, you just have to detach and watch him do his thing um,
4: okay now I think I kind of it's just, um, I think I kind of did that like I went away this weekend to the shore and, um, and I um, over Christmas I pulled a miracle out of a hat and we took, I took the kids to you know it's our first Christmas without him at the, in the home and I took them, you know, to a play of A Christmas Carol on Christmas Eve, so we had like a new tradition. It was really great. Um, and I wondered, like, I felt that he gets even more angry when I find when I find a way to get myself to a happy place. Does um, that um, doesn't
1: matter? It, it it doesn't matter. Even it, it, he will eventually fizzle out with anger. So okay. it's not going to continue to get more and more and more. He's going to burn himself out on it. If that makes sense. So he will maybe know. get angry a little bit more and a little bit more, but he's he can't sustain it the whole time because he he needs to have energy for other things and he gets he wears himself out. As long as you don't react to it, um, it he will just stop doing it eventually. It, he'll stop okay. and it'll it'll probably be about six weeks or so. Um, maybe less than that. I don't like to give time frames, but he's going to fizzle out of it as long as you just realize. And please, I keep hearing a message for you, which is don't take this personally because it doesn't have anything to do with you. Okay. okay. So it's, you. It's, really important, yeah, it's really important for you to remember this has nothing to do with you. So when he's yeah, lashing tricky, out and which he's is, behaving... Which is tricky because a lot of the law tricky.
4: attractions they say that everything in your life has to do with you. <laughs> so this is like well, a different but think, an exception
1: but in the think about it. But think about it. If he starts behaving in that way to where you're thinking, Maybe I am doing this or what am I doing? Just like when you called. Am I doing something? Is there some way I can fix this? Am I doing you're causing that to come towards you by even uh-huh. thinking that. Okay. See what I'm saying? So that yep. is what's happening.
2: But once you revolve my it, own
1: energy space, yeah, it's practice. Yes, all and you're wanting to help and you're getting wrapped up and you're starting to question yourself. Maybe I did make him angry. Maybe you just said it to me. When I go do fun things, he gets more angry at me. You just said it. So yep. what would happen every time you went and did fun things from there on out? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. See what I'm saying? It's tricky. So once you realize, once you really realize, and I like I said, I keep hearing this message is very strong for you, for your from your guides. This has nothing to do with you. It really, really, truly doesn't. And believe you me, I would tell you if it did, that's why I tell people be careful when they ask me questions. It has nothing to do with you. It's stuff he's going through on his own where he's just not happy and he needs to figure his path out. So when you start realizing him lashing out has nothing to do with you and you just kind of let it wash off you, kind of just like it just wash off your back and realize he's just lashing out but it's not you, it will stop. It will start to slow down. It, he will stop lashing out. It will take a little bit of time, but there, it, you'll stop that from coming into your existence because you understand it's not you. It's him. Does that make sense?
4: Yes, it does. Thank you. Not,
1: yes. Okay. You have a wonderful day, and um, check out that book because I think that you may actually very enjoy that. It's in, And it's like 1161 or something, so... It's really a great deal. All okay? Right. All right. Okay. Aloha. Aloha. Bye. Okay, we have time for one more caller here. Uh, area code
3: 214. Hi. Hi. Hi, my name is Vivian.
0: What question?
3: Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. From where? Texas.
1: Okay, Texas, uh, what can I help you with today?
3: Yeah, I have a question regarding my husband's career, and he is not working right now, really. He's not making money right now. So he wants to get a license for the insurance agent or something, but he, he failed twice already. So I just wonder, will he pay next time, or maybe he should do something else?
1: Um I believe he passes next time and he ends up working um in that industry um you're you're probably not going to like this but it it looks like around August and he actually ends up doing really well in that um in that uh uh career choice. So I think that's a good career choice for him. I think he likes it. He needs something stable and he needs something that um is consistent, but yes, he will start working in August, and, um, doing something in that in that field.
3: Okay, so on the main, but he wants to take and take a certi. So when is good time for him to take a again, Miss Miles? The test. Uh huh. Um,
1: I he needs to study more. Um, so I would say not to take the test before march oh my god i know but um i feel like that's important he can try to take it in february if he wants to but make it the end of february
3: yeah because he failed last time wasn't december 29 and he think he want he only 5 points less so that's why he's saying okay, he want to take it probably next week in order you know, get license to and like to make some making money well he he can try to take it sooner if you know this is
1: all up to you, guys. this is just my psychic opinion. He can try yes, to take it sooner if he'd like to, but if he takes it too soon, he's gonna end up taking it a third time
3: oh okay, oh. because so be he like needs,
1: because he needs to make sure he's I feel like he's trying to do it too fast, and he hasn't studied enough or gone through the books enough because he feels like he knows it too like he's being too quick. So he needs to take some time and really go through the materials again.
3: Okay? In the meantime, will, will he get other jobs, some kind of income?
1: Tell him to still look in the insurance type in the area, in the industry that he wants to work in. Tell him he's not looking in the right places. So make sure that he still looks in real, tell him to look in either real estate or insurance as um, any type of job. And then when he gets his license, then yes. he will um, already be in that job and they'll move him up.
3: Okay, cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. You. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you.
1: All right. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Um, we're done with the show today. Hopefully uh, you got some good information. There's a lot more detailed information in my book, Soul DNA. Uh, join us next week. Um not sure what the show topic is going to be about right now. But you can check out my website, jenniferopsychic.com, and you can join me on my Facebook page, Jennifer O'Neill. And we will talk to you next time. Aloha.